To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 162 of Word on the Main Street podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Lord. And I'm Brian Lords. We've got a show for you today. Oh, do we? Uh, this is the show we've been waiting to make. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a favorite. It's based on a favorite, but... Uh, it's true. I'm sure you all know if you've been listening, but uh, we'll get to that later. It's true. A little later. <laughs> oh, foreshadowing. Um, but anywho, before we get into that, we do want to thank our beautiful, talented, uh, great personality sponsor, Getaway Today. <laughs> Very nice. Um, Getaway Today is a fantastic travel agency to work with, and even though the Disneyland Resort is not currently open... Why don't you give them a call or a visit on their website or in their office if they're open uh, and get a trip booked because nothing makes people happier than booking a Disney vacation. Oh, yeah. um, they've been in business for 30 years and been helping people get the uh, most magical trips possible planned for every family that comes to them. Uh, they do a wonderful job at uh, doing so. I book through nobody other than get away today nobody uh, nobody and i emphasize the nobody <laughs> on that but if you want to uh get a trip book make sure you let them know about our promo code it's main street 10 it's all lowercase the number one zero it's going to get you ten dollars off any two night or longer southern california travel package so visit them at www.getawaytoday.com go visit them in their office if they're open please call first and that number that you can call them at is 855-GET-AWAY. That's 438-2929. And that $10 that you save could go towards, uh, let's see, I always do beignets. Don't really want to do beignets again, but uh, let's uh, let's head on over to Frontierland. Get yourself a, uh chicken nuggets over Ooh, at the yeah. uh the, the golden, golden horseshoe, horseshoe cafe oh yeah those are good chicken they're surprisingly nuggets. delicious like i'm not a big chicken <laughs> person but that's good chicken yeah i don't remember why we got them but uh we did yeah and they were delicious and it's usually at least when i go it's usually pretty low-key and it is Unless so, a show's about to start. Yeah. And sometimes people don't even realize there is a show about to start. Yeah. And you're just sitting in there eating, <laughs> and all of a sudden there's a show happening. It's true. And you're like, what is going on? I just like to go up to the balcony and sit in a corner. And... Sit where Walt's at? Yeah. You can do that. Very quiet up there, usually. Sometimes. <laughs> when I'm there, it's very quiet. Because nobody wants to be where I'm at. <laughs> just kidding. Unless it's the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> That's true. All right, so this week at the Disneyland Resort, it is still closed. Um, they did change accepting reservations in June to now accepting reservations for July. Mm -hmm. So don't expect it to open in June unless a miracle occurs. Probably not going to. Probably not going to. There's a lot of work ahead in California. Yes. And I, I have made a vow to stop saying stuff about crazy California. <laughs> 
I I got an email from somebody. <laughs> kind of just in a joking manner. We we emailed back and forth and everything's nice. good. He didn't take any offense to <laughs> That's it. That's good. And I hope nobody else has cuz there's definitely none intended. I haven't taken offense. Well, you don't live in California. <laughs> Still haven't taken offense. Yeah. So It'd be that's really a, hard to take offense. They're <laughs> but, buried deep in the ground. They have all the. Well, I, guess if it's, I guess if it's chain link, it might not be. You could just cut as that difficult. Baby off. You might know. not get the posts as easily. Yeah, you but you can take the chain link. Maybe the planks if it's a wooden <laughs> fence. Don't awesome. don't take fences. Yeah, that's stealing. Yeah, uh, but with that said, when we say stuff, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, um, it's. Usually not meant to be taken personally. Yeah. Uh, but Basically, thanks. politicians in every state are all crazy. Yay. Uh, but yeah, like Brian said, the email was uh, lighthearted. It was. It was. Yep. Um, I so, always appreciate getting good emails like that, yeah, too. Yeah. And uh, we'll read some of that email later. Perfect. Because there was some stuff I enjoyed. So I will read that in a bit. But... Sorry, uh, I jumped the gun. I know you're good. But uh, let's head on over to Brian's Trivia Corner, where the trivia is at, an, is at a 90 degree angle. And, yeah, it's good stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is once again trivia time. Let's get right into it with last week's question, and that, of course, was a Pirates-themed question for our Pirates of the Caribbean episode, and that was, what year did Captain Jack Sparrow drunkenly stumble his way into the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction? Um, I had some good guesses. I never did get the actual answer though the closest one (laughs) was one year off and that was 2005 that they guessed Uh, it was 2006 so close that um the pirates of the caribbean attraction was invaded by the movie and they have not relinquished their place yet (laughs) but we continue to hold hope Uh, But until that happens, let's move on to this week's trivia question. And of course, it's once again themed to our episode, and that is going to be what year did the Sally animatronic get added to the Haunted Mansion Holiday? Nice. Haunted Mansion Holiday has been around for a good long time now, but Mm. Sally was not originally part of the attraction. What year did she join? So if you think you know the answer, or you know you know the answer, please send that to me at Brian, that's B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. They tend to add new or updated stuff Mm -hmm. every so often Yep, for that. Which is really nice. They don't only just plus up some of the regular attractions, but some of the overlays they do too. I was so shocked when, because back when we went for Christmas... The stretch room just had a giant jack head. Uh-huh. And then when I got to see it updated. Oh my gosh. The animation. That was so it's much better. Awesome. So cool. So thanks, Disney, for yeah. updating things that require it and need it. Yeah. That was a very good change. <laughs> very good change. But yeah, like Brian said, you can email him at uh, 
you that say email it address that I just gave you? Yes. Yeah, that's Brian, B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. And, of course, you can email me anytime. My email is Sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Um, it's so easy to contact us. We've got those emails. We've got the phone number, 801 391 oh whoops i almost gave out my phone number 801-923-2455 or we are on social media uh we are on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok just uh search for us you'll find us we're on the main street um but i wanted to read some uh some email that we got on uh what email could that be (laughs) so we had discussed you know wearing masks would you go to the park if you could wear masks you know if they said you have to wear a mask if you come to the park would you go if they open today um mark sent us an email uh that uh, me and brian both got um basically he said i thought your mask question was interesting would i go there if masks required yes but I was starting to think about the other types of changes that could happen and how they add up, how as they add up, I become more uncertain. Um, he says masks, yes, I am there. How do you get churro stains out of a mask? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I guess it depends what your mask is made out of. It's true. Um, he says masks and some rides closed because they can't be made safe. Yes, still going, but depending on how many rides and which ones, it could have an impact on my enjoyment. Um, as far as rides closed, just what I was seeing at Shanghai, it looked like they were doing a really good job of having the attractions open and maintaining that social distance. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully... Hopefully you wouldn't see that a lot. And I assume if you're in a family, so say our family went uh, and there were 12 of us or whatever, I'd imagine if there's a 12-seat vehicle, we would be able to all ride together and they wouldn't social distance that because we know each other, we're around each other all the time. Um, So that's an interesting one. Um, And then... He's talking about the uh, no wandering characters. Shanghai had mentioned that you can't hug Mickey Mouse. You can't get a close-up photo with Mickey Mouse. They'll have characters around that you can take selfies with the character behind you or something. But uh, that's kind of uh, sad, I think. Kind of takes away from the magic. Um, So I could see where that would, would hurt. He says, yeah, but this hurts. And would take away some of the magic for sure if they decided people could not resist approaching and gathering so it would not be safe. Um, Then he says no shows. Like with Shanghai, they found a way to social distance people to see the show um, while allowing, you know, people to be able to see the show at different times of the day and with the low capacity Everybody was able to see those shows. Yeah, so I think which they'd is be nice. able to figure something out. Um, and then uh, he said, dining locations closed. Okay, less food. I am definitely out. <laughs> and then he said, seriously, though, spending time sitting and just taking in the environment is a big part for me. 
if there are fewer places to do that, I lose a lot of my enjoyment. I also kind of agree with that. I mean, I love sitting on that bench on Main Street yeah. and just taking it in. I like doing that at the end of the night. Um, but yeah, I agree. If you if there's nowhere to sit, he's talking about how they might do virtual queues for rides. Where's everybody going to go? Yeah. Be a um, lot of people out walking around. Yeah. So, but a reduced capacity. Yeah, it depends on the bad. capacity. Um, but hopefully, you know, hopefully we get back to a resemblance of normal soon. But we're getting very close in Utah. We are getting way close. Way close. We downgraded from red to orange like a week <laughs> ago, and then the very next week we're downgrading from orange to yellow. So oh, yeah. I'm hoping it's only another week until we're from yellow to green yeah. and totally back to normal. Yeah, the local theme park, or amusement park, I should say, opened their restaurant to people. I saw so that. So you can go into the park to eat, uh, which is kind of cool. But hopefully we can get the park open soon. That would be good. Where it's not Disneyland, it's still fun. Yes. So Yes. All right. So thanks for the email, Mark. Yes, we appreciate, we appreciate that. I love getting emails from people. Yeah. Especially non-trivia emails that are actually like, hey, uh, yeah. this is what I think about things. I appreciate that. I like, I enjoy when people want to be part of our conversation. Yeah. The show is very conversational. Uh-huh. And I've t- people have told me they like listening to it because they feel like they're in on a conversation yeah and i've listened to disney podcasts exactly that way too where i've actually been in my truck responding to the things that they're talking (laughs) about because i just i feel like i'm part of the conversation even though they can't hear me so if there's stuff like that email it to us yeah we'll be happy to have you be part of the show by reading your emails and things for sure we just need to get them first. So be in the conversation. We love it. Yeah. Um, if you do want to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash word on the main street. Donate as little as a dollar up to whatever you would like. It is a monthly donation and you can cancel at any time. That helps to beef up the, f- oh my gosh, <laughs> to beef up the show and uh, make things a little more enjoyable for us and for you. So donate. Yay. All right. Please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I sound like times. I'm begging, but I'm really not. It, it's fine either way. So, um, time to uh, head to the turkey leg of the episode. Boom. Woo. I think we got through some of that pretty quick. Yes. So, uh, we'll try and get through this pretty quick. We've got a lot to uh, talk about in our special segment. Uh, but first, some news and such. Uh, the first one uh, Bob Chapek. I had done an interview and basically was saying that uh, it might be difficult here in the States to get people to wear masks at the park. Yeah. I'm sure they would wear them to get in. Yeah. But I bet enforcing them, keeping them on is going to be very difficult. Um, And I agree. He had mentioned culturally in the Asian countries, that's what you do. Yeah. It's not... It's nothing new. It's nothing new. Um, obviously, here we've had kind of, for some reason, it's been so... It's been a fight for some people. Yeah. It's been a real sticking point. Um, I'll just say, personally, out of courtesy, I've probably mentioned this before, but out of courtesy, I try and wear a mask Yeah. when I go somewhere. I try to. I don't always, but I try. If I'm visiting my parents' house, I don't really wear a mask. Yeah. If I visit Brian, I don't wear a mask. 
even though I've asked him to. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> I Not refuse. Really. Yeah. <laughs> John's one of those people that's having a hard time with <laughs> no. it. Not no, really. so if I go to Target or something, I'll wear a mask. Yeah. Not not necessarily for me. I haven't really been crazy about this stuff. Yeah. No uh, offense intended there. I'm not saying if, if you uh, take this more serious, that you're crazy. Yeah, nobody's crazy. Everybody's got I'm their own preference. I'm just saying I don't, I don't, I'm not like. I haven't been worried about it as much. As trying others. to find a different word than crazy about it, but. Haven't just, been as worried as others. Yeah, so I do it because people feel more comfortable if I'm wearing one. Yeah. And uh, and if I go to a business that requires one, I do. Wow. Or I don't go in. There's a novel idea. I do or I don't go in. Yeah. So their um, business, they can do that. So I just say, if you if they do require these masks, let's not ruin it. Yeah. If you're gonna go to the park, follow the rules. Yep. So Otherwise, they're can, gonna close uh, it up again. Yeah. So if they open it. Just do what they ask, please. Do what they ask. Um, I was reading about uh, Disney Springs reopening, and there were some comments <laughs> on the article on the Disney yeah. Disney blog where people were threatening to cancel their annual passes because they didn't want to wear masks. Guess they didn't what? Want temperature checks. Do it. Disney's a private company. Help decrowd the Disney parks cancel it if they want to require you to wear masks and such they can do that yep if you don't want your pass anymore i'm sure everybody else will be happy yep (laughs) because just makes it more open we can lower the crowd that's great so um probably all the southern california residents that are like i'm not doing (laughs) that who knows who knows but, uh, yeah, that was for Florida. They're the ones that think they own the park anyway. <laughs> Sorry. I shouldn't say stuff like that. My inside voice is coming out to the outside. Now, I will say <laughs> on this topic, I was reading an article um, where they said that sh- how Shanghai is doing, because they're doing really good yeah. right now. Uh, they said that's really good news for Disneyland. To be good. But not Disney World. Really? Uh, because Disneyland, like you're saying, is a local destination. Mm-hmm. Where Disney World, more a lot of their a world patrons are from all sense. over the place. Everybody's flying in there. Where Disneyland, it's a lot of locals. I, I guess you can count to the surrounding states as locals too. Yeah. But, um, they're just saying that in the Shanghai country... It's a lot of locals at that park. So that that bodes well for a, Makes sense. for Disneyland, not so much Disney World, but it looks like Disney World's putting their foot forward and starting Which is to reopen good. stuff. So we'll see what happens. So just wanted to let you know what Mr. Bob Chapek was thinking. Speaking of Bob Chapek, I should have uh, saved this. I can never remember the guy's name. He was the president of Disneyland, and then they took him oh. over to Disney World. Uh, Joe, John, John? something. Yeah, I love the guy. I can just never remember yeah. his name. J to um, something. We'll just call him that. <laughs> Mister J to something. Mister J D. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he got named president, uh, chairman of Disney Parks and Experiences. 
So I'm excited. Cool. So he's over Park Disney Resorts. Parks. Uh, and he's Basically awesome. taking Chapik's former position yes. before he got named CEO. Yes. And uh, I think this is a great choice, personally. If it can't be Kim Irvine, then yeah. <laughs> well, this guy cares about the park. He Which cares is good. about the history. Um, there's somebody I follow that uh, caught a picture of him picking up trash uh, at Galaxy's Edge in California. Love it. Uh, just walking around, picking up trash and loving the park. Perfect. So I think he's a good person to have in that position. Uh, so, yeah, just wanted to let you know. Pretty cool. That is. Pretty dope. All right. Brian's like, let's get going. No, you're good. We've got a lot of Haunted Mansion coming up. We do. Um, even in these uh, news articles. So... I found a fun little uh, article that just popped up. There's a girl who used to work at Disneyland. Um, and her name... I don't know if they ever said her name. Krista Torres? Is that her name? No, 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 no. That's the uh, person that wrote the article. Oh. But the girl I was that just looking there, at the link. She's on TikTok. Is Coley Polioli 21? Coley Polioli. <laughs> anyway, I like it. She... That's awesome went through the celebrities that she encountered at the Disneyland resort and tells you about her experience with those celebrities. Oh, that's cool. So we're going to oust some celebrities, I guess. We're going to talk about uh, how they are. So I don't know if you want to alternate or just want me to read them. Or... We can alternate. I've got it open now. Awesome. So the first is Will Ferrell. Lovely Will Ferrell. Um, don't know if you're a fan or not, but I think he's pretty funny for the most part. I'm not sure Brian's thought on Will Ferrell. But, oh, I uh, love Will Ferrell. He makes me laugh. This is what she I'm says. I'm not the biggest fan of him in the office, but... I like his juggling routine. That's funny. <laughs> he but the rest of the, it, I'm just like... Juggling balls. You could not be here and I'd be okay with that. <laughs> he didn't last very long. No, so. he didn't. Had a head injury and left. Yep. So here is what... She says about Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell was the very first celebrity I met at my very first shift at Disneyland when I worked at the Haunted Mansion. And he is very cool. A very nice man. Glad to hear. Yeah. I could easily see Will Ferrell being kind of a, a jerk <laughs> if he wanted to be. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's nice to see that he's a, a good guy. Nice guy. So For sure. Uh, Jason Derulo is the next one. Jason I don't know if I said that right, but that's how I'm pronouncing (laughs) it. Jason Derulo does not know lyrics to Christmas songs, and he had to write the lyrics on his hand. It was kind of embarrassing. That's awesome. Go Jason Derulo. I wonder if he added Jason Derulo to his Christmas songs. Yeah, I don't know. You probably don't understand that joke. I don't. All right. Then uh, she says... I don't know these people but she says i did not meet the entire cast of good luck charlie but this lady Leigh ellen baker who played amy duncan and this kid bradley stephen perry <laughs> who played gabe duncan this kid was a little beep hole <laughs> censoring you guys nice i did not like him at all so <laughs> now i know what the standard is for censoring just in case i come across one <laughs> um <laughs> 
The next one is, can confirm that Mark Wahlberg is just as handsome in person as he is in photographs. And he is also a very nice man. I see Mark Wahlberg as being a good guy. Yeah, he kind of looks like one. <laughs> and he's in the new Scooby-Doo movie. I didn't realize that. He's, I uh, haven't watched it with my kids. Uh, my kids have watched it. He's the Blue Falcon. Nice. I enjoyed the movie, but not Disney, so we'll... We'll move on. Uh, she says, Nicholas Cage is creepy. He looks like a vampire. He looks like he glows in the dark, and he was a little weird. <laughs> That's exactly what I would expect. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of an interesting fella. Um, not the biggest fan of Nicholas Cage anyway, but whatever. I, never mind. I like yeah. Nicholas Cage. And he's going to play... Uh, Joe Exotic. Is he for yeah. sure? Yeah. He was cast They as did Joe cast him? Yes. Okay, yeah, I'm not watching it then. <laughs> I would. I don't think that's a good choice <laughs> at all. I think David Spade would be great. David Spade would be good. I think Thomas Lennon would be or perfect. Thomas Lennon would be good. Um, but no, Nicolas Cage is a I'm crappy choice and I probably won't watch it. Um, anyway, back to the topic at hand, not the Tiger King. And these people, Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon, are awful. <laughs> I had to deal with both of them separately. She is an absolute diva, and he is an absolute diva. And I hope that no cast member has to deal with these monsters ever again. Wow. I can see that. I can, too. I, can I totally see can that. see that. Um my sister-in-law saw Mariah Carey at the park once when she was getting ready to do like a Christmas performance. Maybe this was it. <laughs> and I don't think she really had too much of an interaction with her. I don't think she would have had a chance to because yeah. she was surrounded by a bunch of really big men to uh, keep <laughs> oh, people sure. away from her. <laughs> but this one doesn't surprise me at all. No. They seem like they would be that kind of people. No, and I listened to her... F- uh, explanation about Nick Cannon and uh, she said that he said do not look at me do not even breathe in my direction all that stuff so, wow yeah. Yeah. what a piece of work yep so jeez uh, so let's move on oh is that the video that's right below yeah oh I'm gonna watch that after <laughs> we're done so I don't know who Jason Earls is and me either but she says no joke I thought he was a teenage boy, and I was kind of embarrassed when I found out it was him. He was actually a really nice guy. Nice. Go, Jason. That's awesome. Uh, Mary J. Blige is the next one. Talented, brilliant, amazing, show-stopping queen. She was the nicest person ever, and she sings amazing live. Awesome. That's cool. I I appreciate people that treat people decent. Yes. Uh, Demi Lovato. I know I'm doing her dirty, but it's poot. I don't know what that means. She says, I mean, I gotta include poot. No don't joke. Know what that means. Demi Lovato is also very kind. She was also a great singer live. Loved her. Um, I don't know if I want to know what poot means, but... Yeah, if, if it's offensive, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. We don't really Sounds know. Sounds fun to say. Um, Ross Lynch. I don't know who this person is. He was fresh off of Teen Beach Movie when he came into the park, and uh, he was loving all af- all the afternoon. He was all over it, and he was very annoying. Did you say all the afternoon? He was <laughs> loving all the attention, 
There he was go. all over it. You got it. Oh, loving all the attention. Okay. How did how I came up with the afternoon? I I was reading that and I'm like, what in the world does that mean? I was hearing you and I was like, what in the world? <laughs> he was he was and he was very annoying. I'm sorry. No idea who Ross Lynch is. Yeah, me either. Oh, uh, lastly, Kobe oh boy. Bryant. She says, last but not least, too Kobe. soon. He was so sweet. His family was so sweet. They are beautiful, and I'm really sad that he's gone. I hear he was a huge fan of the park, which is awesome. Uh, which, That's kind of a sad one, almost. Yeah, I know. Like I wasn't like the biggest Kobe Bryant fan. Not me, but either, it's still kind of sad. It is sad. It is very sad. All right, so uh, there we go. Celebrities at Disneyland. Have you seen any celebrities at Disneyland before? Um. Trying to remember. <laughs> I don't think so. I have seen Mike Starr. You know who he is, right? Uh, the name sounds very familiar. He always plays the gangster. He was on The Office. He's the insurance salesman. Oh, yeah! But, uh, that guy. He's on Dumb he's and on Dumber. He's on Dumb and Dumber when he, they feed him the peppers and he... I wanted to go say hi, it. but he was having a conversation with some people and I just didn't want to interrupt. Yeah. Uh, I took a picture from afar, um, and then, oh, what's his Russell Peters? Last time, we really? Were there, last time we were there, I saw Russell Peters, and I really wanted to talk to him. Uh huh. He was just walking. He didn't have security. He's a or anything. funny guy. Funny guy. Oh man. Um, I was a little deciding. crass at times, but funny. Oh yeah. He's he reminds me of like a Mencia type. Oh yeah. Um. So huh. yeah. That makes me miss my Mencia <laughs> from Comedy Central. So I was going, I was debating, should I go talk to him? You know, do I want to bug him? And then I saw he was with his daughter, mm-hmm. and so I was like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna do this. He's here trying to enjoy, yeah, Disneyland with his daughter. I'm not gonna, yeah, he doesn't want to talk to. Sean. I'm not gonna ruin that. So, <laughs> so no Russell, offense. if you're listening, I did you solid. Yeah. Maybe he, talk to me next time listening. you're in Utah. But. He for sure listens. <laughs> but anyway. Didn't um, mom and dad also see Jason Christie? Or, wait, Chris no, Christie. Chris Christie. Yeah. They said he was not super nice. Oh, wow. That's weird. Well, I think, I don't know if it was him or the, like, his security. Yeah. But, Either way. Uh, yeah. Not anyway. Yeah. I won't say. Yeah, <laughs> let's just we'll we'll just keep it at not a fan. So uh, yeah, if you've seen any celebrities at the park, yeah, let us know. Let us know. I love hearing about it. And not only if you saw them, but if you had an interaction yeah. with them, let us know. Oh, for let, sure. Let's out some more celebrities, whether they're a very good, or bad, good yeah. person or a very bad person. Let's give them props or give them disses. Are they a cannon and carry <laughs> or are they oblige? Yeah, right. Boom. That's so. our scale. Yeah. Cannon or carry? Cannon slash carry or <laughs> oblige. Zero to ten. Yeah. That's your scale. All right. Uh, let's move on. Okay. More recipes, <laughs> fools. I'm not going to go into all of the recipes because there's a lot. Usually I read the recipe, tell you what to get, all that jazz, but I'm not going to. If you haven't noticed... Disney's doing the hashtag halfway to Halloween celebration. And this is the first bit. 
Uh, they released six Halloween slash fall recipes for you to enjoy. We'll alternate, I guess, if you'd like. Okay. Uh, so first, they released the... Well, they said they had a six-way tie. They were voting on which recipe to get yeah. out. And I guess there was a six-way tie, so you guys get six. I don't know if that's true or not, but... They're just saying that so they can put more up. <laughs> so the first one, which I'm excited for, are uh, the pumpkin twists. So if you've ever been to Maurice's, the Maurice's bakery cart over by the uh, Fantasy, it's not the Fantasyland Theater, is it? Where do they do the uh, storytelling? The Royal Hall. Royal Hall. So they've got the, the Fantasy cart. Fair. Yes. Uh, so over there, you you'll see twists that they have. They usually have like a chocolate yeah. twist or a cheese twist. Uh-huh. During the fall, they've got the pumpkin pie twists. So then they're gonna show you how to make them. So it's basically a puff pastry twisted with pumpkin pie filling. Nice. So go to uh, the Disney Parks blog to get these recipes. Perfect. Because I'm not gonna read them this week. Yeah, because there's a lot. Uh, the next one is scrumptious pumpkin pancakes slathered with butter and syrup. Looks so good. Nuff said. That's what that's they say. That's all you need, though. Nuff said. Do you need any more of a description? No. No. That's basically it. Nuff, uh, there's no better pancake than a pumpkin pancake. I'll say that right Yeah. Then they released the gluten and vegan friendly pumpkin soup, uh, which looks like it's got, uh, I don't know what those are, pumpkin seeds maybe? That's what it looks like to me. I'm guessing those are pumpkins. Like seeds. a garnish. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Um, of course, we give Halloween icon Jack Skellington his own cookie. Have fun baking and decorating this treat any time of year. Beverage choice. Milk, of course. So, basically, Jack Skellington cookies. I'm assuming probably like a sugar cookie. Probably, yeah. Uh, and then they released pumpkin bars, which they say are bites of pumpkin heaven Complete with a graham cracker crust, and it looks like some some uh, whipped cream and uh, either some cinnamon sprinkled on top or, like or nutmeg some nutmeg or something. Yeah. yeah, some of those fall spices. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the, the greatest that I am probably <laughs> the absolute most excited about. I'm trying to. Cannot wait to try it come fall time because <clears throat> I have a hard time doing pumpkin outside of the season. I'm going to do it as soon as I can. I'm sure you will. I will have to wait because I, I just can't bring myself to do pumpkin before it's pumpkin time. I give people such a hard time about summer ending and then all of a sudden there's pumpkin spice everywhere. Rightfully um, so. But this is a pumpkin creme brulee. Oh, Holy yeah. cow. This looks good. Uh, it says everything about this pumpkin creme brulee. Creme brulee will wow family and guests. This French classic with a nod to the Halloween season is actually easier to make than you think and definitely worth the effort. Promise. I haven't looked at the recipe for this one yet. Yeah. If it's a standard creme brulee, though, it's, really it's not, not that, that hard. hard. It's not as hard as people the, make it The hardest thing is making sure you have a proper torch to be able to caramelize the top yeah. without burning something. Yes. The last time I made creme brulee, I actually used the broiler in my oven. Didn't I suggest you to try that? Because I had the torch that you wanted to I borrow. think <laughs> my recipe actually called oh, really? for doing the broiler. And so I just I thought about for that. that. I'm like, maybe the the little butane lighters 
the like butane kitchen torch, uh, it doesn't have enough power to really do a proper brulee. What they recommend is one of those like big propane oh, yeah. canisters with the torch attachment. They say that will do a really good oh, job sure. at gig because <laughs> with the little butane ones, you're having to hold the heat on it for so long that it actually will melt your creme underneath. Yeah, it, does. it takes a while. So you, you <laughs> want to make sure you get that brulee fast. So you need that yeah. big propane canister with the torch attachment. Yeah. That'll get it a lot faster. And if you don't get it enough, you don't get that crunch. Mm-hmm. Which you want. But if you do it too long, it's just yeah. a little bitter. I'm looking forward to trying this one come fall. And then I'm going to do a candy cane one at Christmas. I'll just tell you how it is. You can. Before fall. So. All right. Last piece of news before we get into the uh, the main piece of our turkey leg. This is going to go so long today. I know. So uh, the second part of the Halfway to Halloween spectacular is that they are giving you a shriek peek at some new haunted mansion. <laughs> well, spooky haunted mansion stuff coming to the Disney parks and shop Disney. Hopefully, hopefully it comes to parks. But anyway, Brian saw what I'm excited about, I'm sure. So uh, I'll go with the first little picture. You can take the next picture and so on and so forth. Uh, But these should be released on shopdisney.com. Hopefully soon. I hope we don't have to wait for October to place these orders. But uh, first, there's a ghost host hat. We've had ghost host hats at the park before. Uh, It was just a black hat with white writing that said ghost host. Uh, this is a black hat, but it's got the the wallpaper pattern on the cap. Yeah. Um, and it says ghost host. It's more intricate. It's got a coffin shape in the middle of the O. I don't know that I would buy that. I probably wouldn't just because, uh, oh, I thought that that was something else. I would buy that. I think I would wear it. Uh, they're also releasing some mini ears. Uh, that have Those are a pretty classy velvet looking. bowl, uh, bow, not bowl, uh, velvet bow with the ears. The ears are the wallpaper. The black part on the wallpaper looks velvety as well. And then it's got a little Haunted Mansion pendant in the middle that looks like the sign outside the, uh, the attraction. And then, of course, um, these look like spirit jerseys to you. Yep, that's exactly what they are. So, and these are ones that I would probably actually wear. Yeah, this one looks cool. Uh, so it's black, and it's got a lighter gray wallpaper, wallpaper pattern on it. And then you can get it at Disney World that says Walt Disney World, or you can get it to one that says Disney. I kind of wish they would have used the traditional Haunted Mansion font to put Disneyland Resort yeah, on the back. Or Walt Disney World on the back. I agree. But I would probably still buy that one. I, th- I actually really like that one, and I'm not a fan of spare mm-hmm. jerseys. Um, the next picture will have my wife and my mother, yes. and I don't know about Colby. Yeah, I don't know uh, if she's a big fan of them or not, but they will. my wife and my mother will be super excited about this. It looks like some... Uh, Lounge fly bags. Oh, yeah. It looks like one mini backpack that has the hitchhiking ghosts. 
Did you notice what it looks like, though? It looks like a doom buggy. It's pretty awesome. And then the bigger one actually looks like a maid outfit, and that is really cool, too. Um, And then looks like, I don't know if this is a Loungefly. It is Loungefly. Card holder, but that's pretty cool, too. Oh, yeah. But now I'm jealous of this next one, and I need it and want it so Uh, bad. So, they say this. All of them. You may have 999 Funko Pop figures at home, but there's always room for one more. Yes, there is. Uh, Actually, there's room for six more, if I'm being honest. Uh, Yep. At least. Uh, So the first picture they're showing is the organist in the Haunted Mansion. Do you think he's a super pop? I don't know. That would be be an epic. Cool super pop. That would be an epic super pop. Um, I need it. Yeah. I'm going to have to... Are uh, these... So it's Disney Parks and Shop Disney is all that you can get them on? Yeah, it says exclusively made for Disney Parks and Shop <sighs> Disney. Uh, you'll definitely want to make room on your shelves for an all-new Funko Pop featuring the organist from the Haunted Mansion. I will make room. I don't know where, but I'll make room. Yeah. <laughs> what does it mean by a limited edition chase? I will talk about that. Okay, Do you want good. me to talk about these? Yeah. I'll talk about the other Funkos. Yes. You just cover Funko. <laughs> All right. So, uh, they have four... Well, let's go... I'm going to go with this real quick. They're doing a Funko Pop of the um, maid. Yes. I wish they'd get a butler in there, too, and not yes. just a maid. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm sure we'll see one at some point. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but it's a red-headed lady in the uh, costume that the cast members wear. Well, the ladies wear. Uh, now, there's four other pops, and I need to get my hands on all four of the, all four of these. Chase pops are hard to come by. Oh, great. Which is that means I'm never going to get me. one. So basically, you've got your normal pops that are based on the stretching portraits. Yeah. The first one is um, the old woman on the April headstone. December, right? Is that April December? I thought so. Sally Slater's the Sally Slater's the uh, tightrope girl. Yeah. So uh, this one, excuse me, uh, this one is uh, hopefully the mic didn't pick that up. The first one is the old woman on the headstone. Yeah. Brian thinks it's April December. I, I think. wasn't sure if it was or not. I thought it was. Because I thought April December was a changing portrait, where she went from the young woman to the old woman. To Medusa? No, no. I don't know if they even ever used that portrait. I thought this was, but maybe not. Anywho, so they've got the top portion where she's sitting on something. Yeah. Holding the. But you don't know what that something is in the irregular one. Yeah. Then the chase limited edition chase, it's more. So it's that, and then you see that it's a headstone. Yeah. Uh, Then they have the man on top of the dynamite barrel. The regular one, it's the man in his boxers on top of a barrel, but it doesn't show the full barrel. Yeah. Then the chase one shows the full barrel. Full barrel. Oh my gosh. Full barrel that says danger dynamite and has the candle. I need all four of those. Do chase ones cost the normal amount yes. and it's just hard to find them? Yes. So. Oh, man. When do these go out? I am told there's pre-orders happening, but I don't know that. Well, not happening yet. 
pre-orders will happen possibly this week. So just be on your toes. I'm going camping this weekend. (laughs) Crap. If they can. It's between like the 18th and the 25th or something. If you get on this weekend and they have them, you just get two. Yeah. I'll pay you. So how you get the chase is what I've done. I did a little research today because I'm like, how am I going to get my hands on one of these bad boys? I've, I'm told that if you do pre-orders on GameStop, if it's something they sell at GameStop, uh-huh. they give chases randomly, and they usually reserve them for people that pre-ordered. And somebody recommended ordering three or four. Just to try and make sure yeah. you get them, and then you can sell the ones yeah. you don't want. Uh, another way is if you go to Box Lunch or Hot Topic, if that's somewhere you get your pops... A lot of times they'll get a couple chase versions. But these are Shop Disney and Disney Park exclusive ones, right? Yeah, but I'm I'm told I think the organist is exclusive, but I think these ones are gonna be elsewhere. So the organist is exclusive to Shop Disney gotcha. and Disney Parks. These other ones, the the maid and the stretching Could portraits be anywhere. can be on Amazon, Hot Topic, uh, Box Jeez. Lunch. So I was told, make sure you follow the local Box Lunch and Hot Topic Instagram accounts because they'll usually post when they get yeah. chase ones. Um, and he said to get there as early as possible on release yeah. day. And then if you're the first one there and they've got one, you can have This is too much pressure. But I got it. I got If somebody gets uh, their hands on some chase additions, let me know. I'm sure let Brian know. Yes. We will pay for that. I, if I could, so I would rather them. have a chase than a normal one. I don't need all four. Yeah. I would take the chase ones over the regular ones. Yes. And I might even pay you double for them. So Maybe. We'll let's see. just hurry and do this. There's some costumes they announced. Yeah. The only one I really care about announcing on this show right now, because we're running out of time and we've got stuff. We don't want to keep you too long. Holy cow. So, we're going to run so late. So they're doing a Funko... Uh, it's made by Funko and somebody else. It's the Haunted Mansion board game called Call of the Spirits that releases in October. That's awesome. I will need that. There's a Hocus Pocus game as well as a uh, Funkoverse strategy game with Nightmare Before Christmas. Also cool. And uh, that's all I'm going to talk about. So let's okay. get into the special segment so that we don't keep you forever. Yeah, because we've got a lot. <laughs> We're going to kind of need to go through this quickly, but thoroughly. We could sit and talk about this attraction for a very long time. Yes. We could probably have you here for at least two hours. Yeah, probably. But we're not going to do that. Hopefully not. <laughs> no, we're, we're not going to do that. So. Brian's butt's starting to hurt already, so. Special segment, if you're new, basically what we're doing while the parks are closed yep. is we're going through the attractions one by one. And giving you some factoids. We're not doing a big detailed deep dive into these attractions. There's other places you can go for that. We highly recommend Backside of Water. Uh, But um, we're just going to do some factoids and talk about memories and personal experiences. and And other comments about the attraction. Yeah. That's it. We did Pirates last week. So, of course, this week is the best ride ever created in the history of mankind. The Haunted Mansion. That's right. So, I don't know if you want me to start, or if you want Doesn't to start. Doesn't matter. I'll start. Okay. 
So, the Haunted Mansion. Ha <laughs> ha. Let's go. Uh, plans for some kind of haunted house preceded the plans for Disneyland itself. Both Marvin Davis and Harper Goff drew concept art for a haunted house. Walt, actually, the first idea for a park was Mickey Mouse Park. Mm-hmm. And um, it was actually just going to be right by the studios. Just right across the street from the studio. And they wanted like a haunted house on a hill. And mm-hmm. that was what Harper Goff yep. had drawn up. Yeah, and uh, an early map of Disneyland. Main Street had a church. It's obviously not there. Yeah. And it, it sounded like every plan for a park that they made had a church. And a haunted uh-huh. house on Main Street. Yep. And the one <laughs> on Main Street that the concept art was done was the Marvin Davis. Yes. So. Yep. And then uh, Ken Anderson, uh, he played a big part in this attraction. He developed a basic design and a story to go with it. It featured a the Headless Horseman and a murderous sea captain, Captain Blood. Yes. Um, that ended up hanging himself. And that last part obviously hung around (laughs) i'm glad you left that one for me because that was the part that i was saying i think i'm funny but everybody else probably doesn't so um i was just gonna go through i'm not gonna read about them but i'll tell you different ideas that they were having um so the first one like brian said ken anderson came up with the ideas for the ride uh so the first one he came up was came up with was for bloodmere manor um wait I skip one. Sorry. Started with the legend of Captain Gore. Captain um, Gore. Which is where the pirate theme came from originally. Would be this one. It was Captain Gore, wasn't it? Not Captain Blood. Yeah. Uh, And then the second one was Blood Mirror Manor, uh, which sounded pretty dark. Yeah. Um, Then they tried one that was Walt's Place, and they were going to have Walt Disney greet you on a recorded message so well was, that would have been pretty uh timely since yeah. walt passed while <laughs> they know. were trying to get this <laughs> attraction finished so, so basically it was going to start with walt welcoming you and then, i like that idea actually <laughs> uh so it just said um so walt disney himself welcoming guests live on tape and then the guide would be quickly dispatched by a great hairy hand and arm and then a playful, lonesome ghost would escort guests through the house, um, which kind of stuck around, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, At least one. And then they wanted to do a headless horseman theme. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty crazy. There yeah. were a lot of ideas. We Like like I said, we could go for a couple hours <laughs> just on this attraction and probably still not cover everything. So and I don't know if we put it or not i don't know if we're in that spot yet i'll wait because i okay. think stuff but um no i'll just say it right now okay uh so they went through a lot of different ideas uh whether it be a walkthrough attraction which uh-huh. is originally what it was going to be i don't know if that's one of the that, facts that did was one of them no okay i'll shut up but anyway uh another thing which <laughs> So I don't know if anybody knows who Paul Anderson is. He's a Disney historian. Um, He works for the Walt Disney Family History Museum in San Francisco. Um, He has a book that I have. I've got a lot of books lying around right now. But um, 
we went to a panel of his did you go to his panel ever on the haunted mansion i don't think i did so he showed a lot of like concept art it's and awesome stuff that uh he's like you can't take pictures yeah <laughs> if i would have been at that that fan <laughs> i would have been there so that was probably one i did so it's to. It, what i saw at his panels not in here at least i couldn't find it in any of the books uh-huh but they were considering a storyline that included like Dracula and whatnot, hmm. and then the fact it was a Universal yeah Universal probably property that. uh, that's they didn't want to do that yeah I thought that was interesting for yeah. sure so anyway it's me huh yep Walt Disney quickly rejected all plans of a dilapidated house yep because he did not want his park to have anything that looked like it wasn't taken care of yep he said that disney would disneyland would take care of the outside and that the inside they would guarantee creaky doors and squeaky floors yep so which was on the uh disneyland show yes yep that was pretty well (laughs) pretty well known fact that walt had not wanted that yeah um walt announced in 1961 that the haunted mansion would be open in about two years a three-story mansion was constructed by 63 and modeled after the shipley lydecker house in baltimore maryland the attraction itself would be delayed due to a halt caused by work on the world's fair so that what a shocker (laughs) just like pirates the haunted mansion was delayed because of the world's fair but probably resulted in a better product because of it yeah um and uh yeah you mentioned the shipley lydecker house uh-huh. um and that's obviously what they went with because it looks almost exactly like it um but uh, i just wanted to point out this artwork that By sam, sam McKim. McKim did um it if i remember right it's one of the changing portraits uh-huh. um that was like the official artwork for the building yes yeah. his uh, depiction of it um it's the changing portrait and right now at least before they closed for the issue at hand um the scrim around the haunted mansion is that artwork oh that's awesome as it so should cool. be yeah so so yeah um and then walt would again tease the attraction in 1965 but walt would pass away in 1966 and the real work would not begin until 1967. So that house sat there. Long time. time. Yeah. With nothing going on. Yeah. Yeah. And Walt passing really threw a wrench into the whole thing. Oh, yeah. um, going into this next topic, uh, they took ideas already approved by Walt and a team consisting of John Hench, Bill Justice, uh, Fred jo- Jorger... Uh, Rolly Crump, Bill Martin, Yell Gracie, Mark Davis, Claude Coates, Buddy Baker, Exitensio, and Ken Anderson would piece it all together, but not without some disagreement. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> there, there was... Holy Fights. cow. These yeah. guys had totally different visions. Ken Anderson and Rolly Crump did not get along. They did not no. see eye to eye. Um, Ken, if I remember right, if I heard correctly thought Rolly Crump was just some punk kid yeah. and didn't really want him doing anything. Yeah. But Rolly had every right to be at that table with those guys because 
Oh. He's like the master of this kind of thing, I think. Well, and Walt loved his stuff. Yes. Um, but yeah, he was young. He was new. Mm-hmm. And Ken didn't like that. When Walt wasn't there. They did not like Rolly. Yeah. Um, but there's we love of, Rolly. I love Rolly. Rolly's the best. There's a lot of stuff in the Haunted Mansion that is definitely Rolly. Totally crap. him. Yeah. I don't think we put it in the list, but there was an idea for the Museum of the Weird. Mm-hmm. Yep, I did um, not put that in there. So Raleigh Crump came up with a ton of stuff. There was a oh yeah a candlestick man that was cool. Um, which that was his idea for like a séance area because. I don't know. He didn't, from what I read, he didn't tell Walt that it was for a seance area. Yeah. He just made things. The the ideas. Yeah. Um, He got, so if you've noticed in the Haunted Mansion at the end, at least at the end, um, when you're getting off and you're in the uh, mausoleum, there's torches held up by arms. He got that idea. Raleigh got that idea from like a, 1940s version of beauty and the beast oh and he thought that idea was awesome that's cool uh he was big into like faces and things yeah i guess that movie had like faces in a lot of the the pieces yeah he liked that um he designed the clock Uh uh-huh which has the demon face you'll see a lot of faces in the mansion yeah and that's Uh, probably work uh, in the furniture lots and yeah. lots of one of my favorite stories of him and walt is the fact that he showed him a bunch of his ideas for the museum of the weird mm-hmm. and walt went home that night and came back and he was back in the morning and i think roly said that he was in the same clothes that he was in the night before yeah and and walt tells roly you son of a bee <laughs> yep your stuff you showed me kept me up all night. <laughs> yeah, Walt wanted to use his stuff. He loved it. Which is where the idea for the Museum of the mm-hmm. Weird came from. But the Haunted Mansion basically has the Museum of the Weird in it. Uh-huh. Like, just throughout. Just, yeah. So there's some things that didn't make it, obviously. There's no candlestick man or anything yeah. like that. But uh, there's a lot of, of good... Um, Rolly Crump influence in the mansion. I believe the wallpaper was his idea, uh-huh. um, his pattern. So, yay, Rolly! Yeah, way to go, Rolly! Please live forever. Stick it to the man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please do. <laughs> He's getting so old. <laughs> so, um, next one, the mansion underwent a big change. It was first developed as a frightening attraction, but then was turned into a half creepy, half funny attraction. And that was due to the, all the fighting mm-hmm. going on. Nobody could decide what kind of attraction it should be. Mark Davis, of course, funny wanted his humor. He wanted yeah. humor in it. Um, I think it was Claude Coates that wanted a more serious tone yes. to it. Yep. And you see a lot more Claude in the beginning. A lot more Mark. And a lot more Mark at the end. Oh, yeah. So, um, and I love them both. <laughs> it, it all goes together so well so well yeah um and i feel like there's really not like a main storyline yeah but it sounded like i can't remember who i was reading the quote by it might have been raleigh crump but he was saying something to the effect of that there were all these ideas for a story 
but Walt didn't want it to be a story. Yeah. He wanted it to be an experience. And so I feel like that really did translate into what we get today. Absolutely. There's no set story, which is how you get all the like folklore about what the story yeah. is. It's an experience. You're just going into this haunted house mm-hmm. and experiencing it. Yep. There's no story you're supposed to be getting out of it. Um, you can pick things up, but there's no main storyline, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and that's what Walt wanted in his attractions was more of the experience. So, Which I'm glad they stuck with what Walt would have wanted. Yeah. So, um, another change occurred, making the originally planned walkthrough into an Omnimover system in which Imagineers could point you exactly where they wanted you to look. So, there were a lot of things in the mansion, and they wanted you to notice them. Um, In taking it from a walkthrough where you could obviously look wherever you wanted, you may miss some things. So, they had that Omnimover system where they could point you exactly where they wanted you to look now more often than not i'm hanging outside of my doom buggy looking around at everything because uh-huh. that's, that's just the kind of person i am with this attraction i want to see everything yeah. show, show me what's behind me that's what i try that to i'm <laughs> not able to see i always like looking where i'm not supposed to yeah uh, in that regard during christmas during the Nightmare Before Christmas, I like to look because the attic is just a mess. It's so bright. Like, so there's bright. There's stuff everywhere. Normally, it's hard to see. And I, by looking at things I'm not meant to look at, yeah. I found a little Leota toy uh-huh. that they have just lying around. Which hey, oh, not Leota, they... the bride. Yeah. is the bride toy. And I was like, that's so cool. Yeah. The bride is still here. It's just not... You, don't, you wouldn't know. Yeah, she's just out of um, focus. And even in the regular attic, there's so much stuff in uh-huh. there. I um, really wish they'd bring back the classic bride. A lot yeah. more creepy looking bride. I agree. I think that would be awesome. The past brides back. were way better, way yeah. creepier. Don't Now, don't get me wrong. Cat Cressida, I love her work. She oh, does yeah. a fantastic job. I like the voice. Yeah. I think it goes well. It's creepy. But keep the voice maybe but have that static bride that's just off like a little ways a little yeah. darker the glowing heart that just looks so much creepier and then just maybe keep cat's voice yeah. along with it that would be unsettling here comes the bride maybe make that more of like a whisper you know what i mean like quiet it down and then just have see we need to be involved in this yeah anyway (laughs) let's move on so this one this one i've heard two different things so i've heard this one that's the candy apple Mm -hmm. Um, but i've read in one of my books the jason sorrell book i think he doesn't know i want to Well, I want to say, uh, what's his name? Jeff. Jeff Bam. We've had him on the show. Yes. Anyway, uh, the Jeff Bam book, I swear, says this. But then the Jason Sorrell book says what I'm about to say. I would take Jeff over anybody any day. Over Sorry. Jason Sorrell? Yep, I would. Imagineer Jason Sorrell? Yep, I would. Um, so I'll tell you both of them. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to have to do some 
some asking around yeah. to people, but uh, let's talk to Shipley. Yeah. yeah, Josh, come on the show. So the idea for the Omni Mover came from Bob Gurr, which is true in both cases. Um, who was trying to develop a ride system while eating a candy apple? He got an idea of a central pivot point for the Doom buggy to rotate on, which basically is what happened. Yeah. And I, I just don't know which one's which. Uh, the other version I read was that uh, he was in the office, uh, somebody's office, and there was an apple, and he grabbed the apple and was twisting it by the, the stem. I think either way. Either way. It was an it apple. It was an apple, but uh, whether it was candy apple or just an apple, I'm not either sure. Either way, so. it's an apple. <laughs> so anyway, that's how they came up with that idea which I think was first used on Adventures Through Inner Space. Was that before? I think that came after. Because I thought it? that was a fair thing. It know. was. That's true. Yeah, it might have been before the Haunted Mansion. Let me look it up oh, while I, you do I the can, next one. Or I can even look it up, but that will be just fine. Let me get going here. So the ride started with a 15-foot elevator descent into a 90-foot hallway that would take you under the train tracks into the show building on the other side of the berm. A lot of people don't think about that when they are riding the attraction. Nope. Um, that a lot of people feel like you go into the house and the ride takes place in that actual house building that you see when you come up in the line that is really just kind of a facade and like a storage building but you are really getting dropped down and then scooted across through the um hallway into the dome doom buggy loading area that's actually in the show yeah. building so that whole process is solely just to get you <laughs> into the show building on the other side of the track and that only takes place at disneyland True. All the other haunted mansions. Well, they don't need to go past train tracks, probably. It's all one level. Yeah. And uh, the room stretches up. Yeah. Instead of down. Down's cooler. Sorry. Down is cooler. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, so what I found about the Doom Buggy right here, um, where they're trying to figure out how to get people through... Um, this paragraph just says the time consuming delays and debates did have one positive side effect by 1967 the perfect ride system solution was available Walt had just passed away as we started to work on the show again Claude Coates told Imagineers Bruce Gordon and David Mumford in the nickel tour we had just finished up the Monsanto ride adventures through inner space the attraction featured a new and unique ride system called the Omnimover a direct descendant of the Wedway People Mover, developed by Ford's Magic Skyway. However, not Square. a Doom Buggy. Nope. That was an Atomobile. Yes, so. so yeah, Omni it did mover. open almost two years to the day Yeah. before the Haunted Mansion. Yep. Pretty crazy. All right. Uh, so you talk about the 15-foot yep. elevator. I love the stretch room. Oh, oh it's God. one of my favorite uh, things. I really hope when they reopen that, it's got the added creeks as you're stretching. Yes. That Walt Disney World has. Yeah. That's one thing like I'm like, envious of. Yeah. And the whole ghost host flying around. Yes. Sound, where it sounds like he's flying. Pretty cool. But anyway, uh, there are 131 
doom buggies in the attraction. That's true. <laughs> if you ever wondered how many there are, kind of uh, bugs me that there's 131. Yeah, we just do 130. I don't know. Eh. Have one spot just <laughs> open. Yeah. Why you not? really have to make it as many as will fit yeah. the length of the track. So 131, 131 was what fit. <laughs> so that's what they went with. Um, let's see. So next to the Pirates of the Caribbean, the Haunted Mansion was the most ambitious and complex attraction of its time. Oh, yeah. Um, on top of the animatronics that were being put into both of these attractions... There were so many different effects that were put into the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. So many. (laughs) Um, The biggest one, of course, being the Pepper's Ghost. Pepper's Ghost. Um, Huge. I mean, the whole... I hear that's one thing they're fixing during this is the the window. Are they going to do that? That's what I had heard. I don't know if that's true or not, but... Yeah. The pane of glass. (laughs) That's been you there. think about it, they're going to have to take off like the roof to that show building to get that out. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I don't know if that's 100% accurate, yeah. but well, that's what I had read. I will still be looking for the spider covering that up. Yeah. Something everybody looks forward to. Yeah. Let's see what uh, if I can see that crack. If they don't, though, no big deal. No. Um, but yeah, so many good effects. Oh, uh, yeah. Not just Pepper's Ghost effect, which is used in the ballroom. Yeah, primarily in the ballroom. Sure what the Pepper's Ghost effect is? It's what really gives that ghostly look yeah. to everything—the appearing and disappearing. Yeah. It's, I mean, when you think about it, it really is a rather simple effect, mm-hmm. but to the scale that they used it and just how amazing it looks. Um, one problem that they had with that though was yeah. the ballroom dancers. They created the animatronics yep. to where the men were leading the women in the dance, like would be normal, but in the reflection that is caused on leading. the glass for the Pepper's ghost effect to properly work, it kind of mirrors that. So the women actually end up leading the men in yep. the dance. So, yeah. uh, but you got to think there's animatronics directly above yes. you. And directly below you at this time. Mm-hmm. And all of it is just portrayed right out in front of you. It's incredible. Yeah. Basically, it's just super dark. And then they light up the ghosts. Mm-hmm. And the reflection is on the glass. And it's pretty in- incredible. They've it got, is. I think they have three turning disc-like things. Turntables. Turntables. One's for the dancers. One's for the ghosts coming out of the, the hearse that's uh-huh. broken into... I think that's yeah yeah there's a yeah or is it the ghosts coming out of the window? There's into both anyway, and then uh, the ghosts coming out of the organ yeah. pipes. Um, but yeah, great effect. Then you've got the stretch room effect, which is really cool. Um, how they did that, uh-huh. and then you've got the the busts that oh, stare at you. Yes. Um, which was an accident, basically. Uh-huh. They had a, it was, what are they called? Death cast? Uh-huh. Or they do the, the face mask. cast. Yeah. Um, so they had Abraham Lincoln's. Because mm-hmm. they were trying to get that animatronic yeah. to look just like Abe Lincoln. And uh, I, think, 
think it was Rolly Crump. Maybe it wasn't Crump, but I'm pretty sure it was. It was walking by it and it was staring at him and he's like, whoa. Yeah. So. And whichever <laughs> way he moved, Abraham the Lincoln. eyes would follow. How creepy would it be to have Abraham Lincoln's death mask, death mask staring, staring at, you? at you? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. When you go by those statues that look like they're just normal statues, yeah. it's actually caved inward. Mm-hmm. So, as you're moving, that's going to move along with you. It's a rather Man. ingenious. You've got the endless hallway effect. Uh-huh. So many cool effects. Yes. Yeah. I can't name them all right now. Yeah, we're um, already we're already a little over, but so many a effects. little. Huh? I had heard a story from Raleigh, uh, where they had their room where they were testing all these different effects, and that uh, one night they had set up. I don't know if it was like a, a string or if it was a laser or something. It was some some kind of thing that would turn it all on. And they basically. Did it to scare the janitor at night. So basically, the janitor went in to clean. Uh-huh. Everything goes off. And this was the work for the Haunted Mansion, I believe. And the next day, I think there was a note. <laughs> With the dustpan and the broom still yeah. laying on the floor. <laughs> and the guy quit. So good, good job, guys. <laughs> I think that's a fun story. Obviously, I feel for the guy that had to quit. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Uh, But, yes, the last factoid we have for you guys on the the Haunted Mansion. Uh, It opened on August 9th, 1969, and just a week later, a record 82,516 guests flooded Disneyland hoping to ride the new attraction. Um, Insane. Yes. (laughs) One thing I wanted to talk about on the effects portion is they had an effect in there called the Hatbox Ghost. Oh, yes. That did not work. Mm -mm. And it was literally in there for a day. Yeah, not long at all. And then it disappeared for years. And everybody, I mean, it was just hearsay for the longest time. Oh, yeah. And then um, somebody found a video like a home movie where well, they visited the attraction yeah. the first day and they got the hat box ghost. Tony Baxter also found a card um, in their indexing system uh-huh. that showed a listing for the hat box animatronic. Uh-huh. Uh, there was a Disneyland disc set that they were selling um, in the park a while ago. And it showed Tony Baxter showing this card that said he was mm. in here at some point. Yeah, but but it was all just like nobody. It was such a mystery for like a long time, <laughs> and then of course they brought him back, it's and he works such now. A <laughs> glorious, glorious way. Looks and, so good. That's what's weird to me is they bring him back and they do the whole face disappearing thing, oh and it looks great. It does, but the bride is just flat. Yeah, like the face is flat, the arms and axe are flat, yeah. and it's just. Let's just bring back the old bride. Old bride. Yes. All right. <laughs> and the light cut down from having her gone makes the hatbox ghost look even better. Oh, yeah. When it's the normal bride and the hatbox ghost, it's so bright right there uh-huh. that you almost kind of lose the effect. Like, yeah. it's still there, obviously, but it's kind of spoiled by having it so bright yeah. right there. But when you're there for the Haunted Mansion holiday... And she's not there. It looks a lot better. Oh yeah, a lot yeah, yeah. better. 
Um, but yeah, so those are our facts that we decided to share with you. Yeah. There's Obviously, so much more that could be talked so about. So much more. If you're looking for books on just the Haunted Mansion, yeah. I do highly recommend the two books I have right beside me. Uh, there's one by Jason Sorrell, The Haunted Mansion, Imagineering a Disney Classic. And then, of course, by Jeff Bayham, we've got the uh, unauthorized story of Walt Disney's Haunted Mansion. Yeah. He has a revised edition. That he does. has more facts in it i'm is sure is that the original version this then? is the original um but check those out They're yeah great books uh, if you jeff's... have kindle unlimited jeff's can be found on amazon oh, really? kindle unlimited that's nice so i think pretty much all theme park press books can so that's good there's a lot of jim corcus books that can be found on there jim too. corcus nice uh but yeah jeff's reads really well oh yeah like i had a hard time just like putting it down yeah it was that like enticing to me. Yeah. Um, Jason's is more casual. Uh-huh. I mean, you can actually little... find two different covers for Jason's. Yeah. Because I have Jason Sorrell's book as well, but I have the Haunted Mansion movie. Yeah. Um, cover. Yeah. I definitely prefer <laughs> the cover that you have on your book. Yes, mine it's is the original. Much better. The original attraction poster art. Yeah. Um. I don't remember if I bought it or if I had somebody get it, but it was at the park with this cover. I yeah. was like, gotta get that. Um, but yeah, so Haunted Mansion, memories, experiences, personal comments. Do you have any, first of all, comments oh to gosh. add about the attraction? Anything we didn't touch on? I mean, on? we've talked about so much and I hate to go into any more because we're already keeping everybody so late anyway but it's but the haunted mansion everyone loves it it is <laughs> i mean i've personal experiences galore oh um sure. did you have any other comments before comments, we go into that i basically said them all i think yeah, comments about the attraction yeah that's what i was thinking too but i mean personal experiences i've got a lot, I've got a lot. <laughs> I've got sean a... could go on forever <laughs> Um, I'll try not to, but I would say probably I'm going to just try and find one. And right now my favorite personal experience is how much my daughter loves this attraction. I love that too. My daughter (laughs) loves this ride. Um, she was a little unsure when Jack and Sally weren't there when we all went Uh in June and July. Um, but she loves it. She loves that attraction. She knows a lot about it. And she, I got my uh, Haunted Mansion wallpaper face mask uh-huh. from All Enchanting Ears. And she wanted it immediately. Like, <laughs> she was all over that. So Proud uncle. That's, my, <laughs> that's probably my favorite personal experience right now is how much joy that brings my daughter, yeah. which then brings me. Because it makes me happy that my kids are yeah enjoying these. I'm attractions hoping Ruby that I love. likes it more than Beck does. If I remember right, Beck's not a fan. Well, we went on it and he was doing fine. And yeah. Somebody screamed in the stretch room. Oh yeah, that'll and that scared him because it was like right next to us. It's yeah. very loud. Uh, again, right etiquette. Yeah. Um. But anywho, you don't need to scream. <laughs> anywho, so far. Ruby's more adventurous than Beck is. Yeah, uh, she eats spicy food. Good she, for her. She just 
loves it. Good for um, her. I had some spicy queso, and she was mm. dipping a chip and just eating the queso, and then dipping it again and eating. It. So I was nice. like, "Dang, girl!" But yeah. anyway, um, we'll see. But currently, my kids don't really care about it right now. They'll get there. But um, I've got a lot of experiences. Uh, first one, my uh, <laughs> bad boy experience. Um, there is, I think I mentioned this on Hidden Gems, there is what we call the um, Pet cemetery. Yep. That is... I know where this is going. On the north side of the mansion. Either way, if you're looking at the mansion, it's on the right side. Nobody goes back there anymore. Most people have just heard about it. Most people haven't seen it because you never get to go back there. But anyway, uh, I snuck back there <laughs> and snapped a few photos. Um, if you want to see them, send me an email. I'll try and find the photos for you, but um, yeah, I went back there, took some photos. As I was snapping the last photo, security walks out from the back of the mansion toward me, and I leave. So <laughs> luckily they didn't uh, get mad at me, but I had to see it. And a cast member got mad at me on Instagram for it. They said it's dangerous. Um, other experiences, and you can say more memories and experiences but back in uh when i was a little boy we went with our uncle dave and i wrote it with dave and michelle that was my first time writing it obviously and i remember love like i loved it and i was just in awe of how they got these ghosts in this attraction in this like just a display for people because I thought they were real. Because I'm a kid. I thought the ghosts were all real. I wasn't scared. But uh, I thought it was cool. And I was very curious how they got the ghosts in there. And uh, yeah. So that's where the love started, obviously. And then, obviously, the uh, memories of going during Christmas. And seeing Haunted Mansion Holiday for the first Very first year. time. Very first year. First year that they did it. The best sounding year. So cool. Um, if you go to soundsofdisneyland.com, they've got the 2001 ride-through uh, soundtrack. And you'll see what we're talking about. Even, like, the foyer sounded creepier and more Christmassy uh-huh. than it does now. Now it's like the music box sound. But it used to uh, used to be a little, wasn't it like a children's choir almost? Yeah, like humming uh-huh. up on the housetop. But uh-huh. It was like creepy. It was so good. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yep. And yeah. the organs playing. Oh, so good. Did they not have the rights to the music yet? I don't know, because it used to be like. Because there wasn't it a was whole still lot a of Disney property. It was, but it was under Touchstone, uh-huh. which is owned by Disney. So I don't see why they would have a problem. Yeah, I don't know. Getting the rights to the music, maybe they didn't want to overdo the Nightmare Before Christmas aspect of it. My thoughts are that um, that maybe it was just the test year, since it was the first year, they were just testing it out, and 
so they didn't want to go too far into it. And then once they found it was successful, maybe they started writing the more Nightmare Before Christmas-centric soundtrack. Did you even listen to what I just said? I'm listening. <laughs> Are you? Yes. Anyway, so that's my thought. That maybe it was just that test. You didn't listen to what I just said. Um, but yes. Sorry. <laughs> so we got to see first year. Yeah. And then the... Would have been the Third, fourth year. Was it fourth? Because it was 04. So yeah. 01. Then we missed 0203 and 04. Another memory I have is seeing those Jack Skellington Santa hats that oh, looked all old. man. And they had the beard the on The beard it. attachment. We looked everywhere for those. And, and they were nowhere to be found. Yeah, and the next time I went, it was in 01 that they had those. When we went in 04, yeah. I believe, they didn't have them anymore. And I was sad that I missed that opportunity. Yeah. But, uh, those were really cool. Those were. I really wish I would have got one of those. And then, obviously, just all the times that I've gone and secluded myself in the mansion, I always stay back in the stretch room, make sure I can just take it in. Yeah. Um, and I usually hope, usually if there's a small group, I let everybody go and get on the ride before I even get down the, the portrait hall. And I just like riding it with nobody yeah. on my sides. There's no flash photography. And it has a creepy feeling. I don't know if you've ever been in the seance room by yourself, but uh, it's a little unsettling. So. Yeah, I haven't. Um, and I almost got to ride the whole ride by myself, even the stretch room. But some teenage punks ruined it for me. <laughs> if you're listening, thanks for listening. Yes. All right. I'll stop. Because we're at about an hour and a half in. Yeah. So, uh, I've got I'll... a wife waiting for ice cream and it's 10.30 now. <laughs> Is that what you were focusing on instead of my comments? No. About the 2001 soundtrack? No. For uh, 2001 holiday. soundtrack is the best. But anywho, I will stop. I can keep going. I have way more things we I can talk could. about. I can talk about each one of these things and where I got it. Here in the studio, we've got a lot of Haunted Mansion stuff that I've Sounds like a good Facebook Live segment. I've done it on TikTok, but maybe I'll do it on live. Just go through all this stuff. That'd be dope. But anyway, uh, let's let you guys go and let us go because we're tired. Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, if I haven't mentioned it yet, if you haven't left a review or subscribed yet please do please do you can do so on the following platforms that would be apple podcast soundcloud stitcher player fm tune in and google play and then we do want to thank bryce garner for the theme song thanks bryce uh you can check out his music under the name of delta theory on most music streaming platforms and that's it thank you guys so much for joining us this week on word on the main street please join us every week every Wednesday to hear the new word on the main street. Goodbye. Goodbye.